Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne, and one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real-life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. This is a special training that I'm doing all around this topic of players who don't feel like they are good enough. A lot of parents say things like, my daughter doesn't feel good enough to be on the team that she's on. Like she feels like all of her other teammates are better than her. And so she just doesn't feel confident. And even though she is just as good as those other players, She doesn't believe that she is and she doesn't play like she is. She just feels like they're better than her. She doesn't feel like she, like anything she does is ever going to be good enough. Okay. So like she could have a perfect game, but she, you know, made one mistake. And then on the car ride home, she's just like torn to pieces about this one mistake. And she can't stop thinking about it, even though the rest of the game was awesome. These are the common things that are coming up as parents are talking about, you know, what their daughters struggle with. And it's just this common theme of like not feeling good enough, you know, and this makes me really sad because we know as parents and as coaches, when we see our daughters and our athletes play and we see them compete, we're like, you are good enough. Like if only you believed that things would be so different. If only you believed that and you had that confidence, you know, you could be playing just as good as all these other players, you know? And so how can we as parents and we as coaches help instill that confidence in our athlete daughters. This is what this training is all about today. So I'm super passionate about this one. I've done a lot of research for this training and kind of boil it down to three main things that I think we as parents can be really intentional when we are talking with our daughter and when we are encouraging our daughters and when we're responding to them about when they're, you know, kind of coming to us with this, I don't, I'm not good enough kind of uh, sentiment. All right. So that is what today is all about how to help your athlete believe that she is good enough and know that she is good enough, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. So we're going to get into it right now. First thing that I want you to do as parents to help your daughter believe that she's good enough is separate who she is from what she does. Okay. Separate who she is 
from what she does. All right. And this is a big one. If you've been around in our community for a while, you've heard me talk about this before. It's all about this process versus outcome. So who she is from what she does, what she does is, you know, she plays her sport. She is, she's an athlete. She is a student and she does these things and and potentially has accomplishments that happen, right? So what she does on the court or the field or in the classroom, okay, those are all great things that we want to make sure that we recognize. But if we only celebrate and recognize our athletes and our daughters when they are doing things well, this actually cuts their confidence, okay? And it's really weird. Like it's it's kind of like, wait, that shouldn't be right. That seems counterintuitive, right? Like she scored a lot of goals and I am praising her for that. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. We want to make sure that we still are recognizing those great things. But when we only recognize and praise our athlete daughters when they do things well, they actually lose confidence because when they can't do those things or they don't do those things for whatever reason, okay, so maybe they play a game and they don't score any goals, all of a sudden they feel like they are worthless. Okay. And they feel like they're not good enough. They feel like they have to perform in order to get praise. Okay. And a lot of this happens at a subconscious level. So athletes might not be able to connect, you know, and and articulate like, well, when you tell me I do good at this and then I don't do it and then I don't feel good, you know, they don't, they don't necessarily like put those dots, dots together. But we do know from research that when we are only praising our athlete daughters, Um, accomplishments, whether that's in the classroom or on the court or the field, okay, we put this unneeded pressure on them. And then they end up feeling less confident when they can't perform, or they don't perform for whatever reason. So what do we do instead? We want to recognize and praise our daughters for who they are, and the things that are in their control. So recently, I think like it was probably about a month ago by now, but we did a challenge, like a, a parent, a five day, like building confidence challenge for moms. And it was like how to build confidence in your, in your daughters. And one of the first challenges that I gave to the moms after the day one was you're going to post a picture of you and your daughter. And I want you to tell me what you love the most about your daughter. And it's hard to say like, oh, there, you know, one thing that I love the most about my daughter, but moms said things like, I love her tenacious personality. I love that she never gives up. I love her smile and her sense of humor. I love her grit. I love her work ethic. Like all of these things, okay? All these amazing things that really highlight who their daughters are and not necessarily what they do, okay? No one put in there, I love that she scores the most points on her like AAU basketball team. I love that she has straight A's. Like, yeah, you probably do love that and you love the work ethic that got her there, but no one was saying things like that, okay? Everyone was talking about those personality traits and those things that are in our daughter's control. So those are the things that we really want to highlight. Those are things we want to focus on above just the accomplishments. Absolutely, we want to make sure we recognize when our daughters do great things, but we want to make sure that that's not what we're doing like the majority of the time, all right? The majority of the time, we want to be praising and recognizing who our daughters are as people, okay? So some other great phrases to have in your back pocket would be like, just, I love being with you. I love who you are. You're the type of person that never backs down from a challenge, that you allow people to feel connected and included around you. And I love that about you, all right? So all of these things that actually build our daughter's confidence because they are things that are in their control. They might not be able to control how many points they score in a game. All right. There's so many other factors. There's the other team. There's the refs. There's like 
their own team. There's so many other things that go into like how many points they score and everything like that. But what they can control is their attitude, their effort, their behavior, their work ethic, who they are just regardless of what happens, just who they are as a person. So that's what we really want to be highlighting. So that is key number one, separate who she is from what she does. And we really want to be for the majority of what we're recognizing and focusing on, be recognizing who she is as a person and just highlighting that and loving that so that she can feel confident that no matter what happens with the outcome, she can be confident knowing that who she is matters and, you know, nothing can change that in your eyes. So that is number one, separate who she is from what she does. All right. Number two, okay. How to help your athlete believe that she is good enough is Reframe your reaction to mistakes and failures. Um, Again, we talk about this a lot too, mistakes and failures. We know that mistakes and failures are essential to getting better as a person and as an athlete. We know that. It's like one of the foundational things that we talk about in our programs and here on our Facebook lives. Like we have to make mistakes in order to grow, in order to learn, all right? That is how we get better. We need athletes to understand this. But as parents, sometimes we can, um, sometimes our reaction tells a different story. And if we're reacting to mistakes and failures with, you know, our body language that is maybe negative or, you know, just not seeing them as learning opportunities. Instead, we're just kind of like, you know, frustrated at our, at our daughters for making mistakes. We then send them a mixed message. Okay. We're telling them mistakes are necessary, but when they make mistakes, we get mad. Right. Do you see how that's kind of like a mixed message? And if athletes are believing that they can't make mistakes, then they're not going to take risks and they're not going to feel confident when they're out on the court or the field. They're going to pull back. They're not going to play their hardest because they don't want to make a mistake. And this is like one of the number one things that athletes struggle with is making mistakes on the court in the field. And so how do we as parents allow them the freedom to make mistakes? And that is by making sure that our reaction to their mistakes is positive. Okay. So even making it fun, like, oh, you had a learning opportunity. You made a mistake. You got a learning opportunity. what did you learn from that? Because that is what, that, that's where that, that gold is. Because when athletes go out on the court or the field and they play without this fear of making mistakes, because they know like if they make a mistake, it's just a learning opportunity and they're going to get better. No big deal. Mistakes are necessary. That is where true confidence comes from. When athletes go out and they play with that, just the tenacious, aggressive demeanor, not afraid to make mistakes. It's amazing to see what athletes can do. But when they go out and they're like tentative and they're like, you know, I don't want to make mistakes. I don't want to make my mom or dad mad. or I don't want to make people mad. I don't want to let my parents down. That's when they start to pull back and not play well. Right. And then they start feeling like they're not good enough because they're like, well, I'm not playing well. And all these other girls are playing better than me. Well, it's because they're afraid of making mistakes. So as parents, We want to make sure that our response to mistakes and to failure is, okay, this is a learning opportunity. This is awesome that you made this mistake. You know, what did you learn from? And then just be very, very hyper aware of your body language, especially when you are watching your daughter play and she is making a mistake. A lot of them look to you, you know, whether you see it or not. And if you are showing anything, but like, Hey, you know, you got this, they're going to internalize that. And they're going to think and connect that mistakes are bad. If your body language is showing them that mistakes are not okay. All right. So just be hyper aware. I know we're all human and we have like our reactions to things, but um, you know, as best as we can, we want to make sure that our reaction to failure and reaction to mistake is positive and is encouraged. You know, mistakes are encouraged because we want to learn from them. So number one, how to help your athlete believe she's good enough is separate who she is from what she does. Okay. And we're praising and recognizing 
who she is as a person rather than just what she accomplishes and does. We're reframing our reaction to mistakes and failure. We're encouraging mistakes. We're encouraging failure because we know we can learn from it. Okay. And that's the key is when we fail, we learn. Um, And then the third is give information over criticism. All right. So if you are going to talk to your athlete about like how to improve or, you know, anything information versus criticism. So there is, there's a difference here and we all know what it feels like to be criticized. We all know what it feels like to have our flaws pointed out and just feel like we can't do anything right. And it doesn't feel good. And our athletes feel the same way. So as parents, when our athletes come up short or, you know, they do things and we're like, if you only would have done this, it would have you know, you would have a different outcome, but we want to make sure that we are not criticizing, but that we are giving them information instead. So criticism sounds like, why can't you get to your work done faster? You need to be more aggressive and serve more like Susie teammates saying, you know, you know, Susie, she serves so hard. You need to serve like her, or it's your fault that you procrastinated. All right. It's your fault that you did that. All right. All these things might be true, but we don't want to compare our athletes to other athletes. That I mean, that's like a, a, a no-go. We don't want to do that. But when we're criticizing, we, we're picking them apart. Obviously, they're feeling like they can't do anything right, and their confidence is going to get cut. Now, giving information, on the other hand, sounds like this. Hey, when you give yourself more time to do your work, you're able to finish on time. You're just like pointing out, you know, like, hey, I just noticed, like, when you give yourself more time, you're able to finish your work, okay? Or when you stop short on your follow-through, your serve tends to go in the net. All right. And, you know, we want to be careful about coaching our daughters, but if you have a relationship where that is appropriate, then that's fine. Hey, I noticed when you go out and you play aggressively, you tend to have more fun. That's just giving information. It's like, I just noticed, you know, and then, you know, when you wait till the last minute, you tend to stress yourself out. So you're just giving information because information can empower a person and information empowers an athlete and they can do something with that information and they can think like, Oh, okay. So, you know, when I, when I do give myself more time, I have less stress or when I do go out and play aggressively, like, yeah, I do have more fun. Okay. And so we can work with that information. If we're just like, if athletes are just hearing like, you need to serve harder or you need to be more like that person or it's your fault. Again, you did that. Like you have no one to blame, but yourself. Okay. They're just like, they just feel defeated. All right. They don't feel good enough. They feel like they just can't do anything right. All right. So give information over criticism. All right. Information empowers information, allows athletes to do something about the situation. Criticism cuts them down and makes them feel like they're not good enough. So there you have it. Those are my, the the three things um, that we can do as parents to help athletes feel like they are good enough. Now, this is kind of a long game. So these are things that you're going to be working on in the background with your athlete. And it's not going to be like an overnight. All right. You know, everything is everything. All of a sudden she's like a different player. I mean, sometimes that does work. We get those, those quick wins, but you know, those three things separate who your athlete is from what she does. Okay. And we're going to be focusing on who she is as a person, what we love about her as a person and not connecting who, like what she does with um, her self-worth. All right. We're going to reframe our reactions to mistakes and failures, reframing them as learning opportunities and ways to get better. And then we're going to give information over criticism. All right. And these are things that you have multiple opportunities to practice. I know as parents, we have tons and tons of opportunities to practice. So if you don't get it right on one and you're like, oh, 
I definitely criticize there. Pretty sure you're going to have an opportunity coming up shortly to give information rather than criticize. So see how you can incorporate these things. Again, it's a long game. You know, these are things that we should be working on all the time as parents. And I know it's hard as parents to see our athletes out there feeling like they're not good enough when we know that they are. So these are just things that we can be doing in the background to really help cultivate that confidence. We will um, see you next week. Same time, same place. See you later. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.